0: From the very beginnings of the church, we see in the book of the Acts of the Apostles, the church was always under siege. From the very beginning of the church, there wasn't really a peacetime. We were always in persecution. Sure, maybe the church carried itself with a certain serenity, but the enemies of the church from outside were always coming and insisting that the church somehow disbanded is why, of course, we celebrate the great martyrs, we wear red, to celebrate that their great witness of faith helped keep the church founded on something solid. The threat, of course, even in the early church, though, is that solid foundation of the church upon the apostles with Jesus Christ as a cornerstone can even also be threatened, not just from outside, but tragically also from within. Now, it's not so tragic, because we all have horrible stories sometimes of seeing in church history how the church herself is her own worst enemy, that we have many bad examples of Christians who don't always walk the right line. Of course, for every one bad apple, there's a whole dozen of great witnesses that we know, people who have taught us the faith. But similarly still, we remember, as St. Paul says in the first reading, that we should be wary of savage wolves that will come among you and not spare the flock savage wolves that come to disband the flock of christ it's not to be alarmist it's just to be prudent to be men who know how to discern well which are those who are wolves and which are those who are the sheep of christ i think today's gospel gives us three indications by which we can judge the wolves from the sheep we see in the gospel that jesus prays that we may be one just as he is one with the father That is the great Catholic virtue. Up and down the millennia, we do all kinds of things and make all kinds of decisions, always with the metric of unity at the fore. It's a very Catholic desire. Every time we take those critical moments in church history, we see how there was division. And we mourn the loss of our Eastern Orthodox, or mourn the loss of our separated brethren. Because the church, the Catholic church, we seek to be universal, to be united. So very good question. Is it a wolf? Is it a sheep? Is it a disciple of Christ or one who seeks to sow seeds of division? Seeds of division are hardly ever from Christ. It's a good question for a band of brothers. When there is division among you, where does that division come from? Does it come from seeking what is good and just for the future of la agrupación? Or does it come from ego and pride and being savage wolves ourselves, wanting only to devour what we desire? It's a little bit hyperbolic, but I think the point is well taken, that unity is a Christian virtue in the church. We seek to be united as brothers and sisters. Now, to be united, we all know, is something that's good, but you can be united on any kind of foundation. You can have a certain team that you follow, even though you may not be a great lucky charm. For that team, when you go to a playoff season, I went to a Miami Heat game the other day, and we didn't win, and I was blamed for not wearing white. Well, the priest is going to wear black, and I apologize for that, all right? But it's okay. All right. Our firm foundation is not just sports. Of course, there is another foundation for our unity. Political unity is not what we seek. Just because we all may share similar opinions or have similar ambitions, that's not enough to unite the body of Christ. What does Jesus say in today's gospel? I came to bring them the truth. The truth is our firm foundation, that's what unites the body of Christ. And you, my brothers, are servants and guardians of the truth that you received in your baptism, that you received in your call to be a member of la agrupación. Defend the truth of the faith in a world that wants to always persuade us that Catholics are out of touch with the times. No, the truth of the gospel is evergreen, evergreen. So we should give witness to that truth and on that foundation of the truth maintain unity in the body of Christ. The last thing to designate on top of truth and on top of unity to designate the wolves from the sheep is to ask the question, if we share in the fullness of joy, what does Jesus say? I came to speak in this world so that they may share my joy completely. We stay united, grounded in the truth, but we express it with tremendous joy. I am always very suspicious that there are wolves among us when Christians spew truth, speak truth, but never with joy. That's very alarming and for me it's a red flag. You may have a word of truth, but if you don't know how to celebrate the joy of being a Christian, I'm a little bit concerned that you may be a wolf among us because the Christians know how to celebrate and rejoice even if it means like Justin going to our death. The martyrs were also always joyful even in the face of tremendous persecution. To ensure in your own examine that you're not a wolf in sheep's clothing, Ask yourself, are you a servant of the truth? Are you seeking always the union of the body of Christ? And are you a joyful Christian man? Or perhaps not. And that's a good examine for you, men, dedicated to our charism in the society, men dedicated always to the building of the body of the church.